Hello, hello, hello everyone. I hope you are well today. And today's topic is making sure you have a kick-ass 2021. So I basically have some notes in front of me to go through with you, to share with you how you need to be thinking about and looking at planning 2021 in order to make sure that you get the results from it that you want to have. Of course, we know that 2020 has given some interesting results for many, many people, but we wanna make sure that 2021 is on point and we know exactly what to expect from it. So how to make sure you have a kick-ass 2021. The first thing we need to do is think about how we actually structure our lives, our days, our weeks, our months, because unless they're in alignment with what we really want to achieve and our vision that we have for our life, actually, that's not going to bring the results that we want to achieve. What I highly, highly recommend is that you get your diary and your calendar out. And the very first thing you plan on there and you mark out for the whole of the year are your holidays, your time off, your mental health days, whatever those are for you, making sure you get those in your diary first is incredibly important. Go through the entire year, sit down with your family, your spouse, the school timetable, whatever that is for you and your family, and get those in the diary. Get them in the diary as non-negotiables. If a client comes and says, can you do something then? No, sorry, I'm on holiday, but my team can, is the response that you want to be able to give. You want to be able to have something in place your team can deliver, but you personally, uh-uh, those are out for you because they are your holidays, your sacred times, your mental health days, all those things into your diary so that they are non-negotiable, so that you do not compromise on those. It's so incredibly important to make sure as business owners that we do get some downtime and that we are able to switch off, which I say, you know, I say we're able to switch off. Most business owners really struggle with that and we're not actually properly able to switch off, but making sure we don't have the day-to-day of running the business, okay? So making sure that we have that ingrained into our calendars before the beginning of the year so we know exactly what's happening with that. The next thing that you then want to layer on are things like launches or promos or conversion events. Those will be different for every business. But if you are an online business and you're doing a launch, that needs to go in. If you are doing some kind of you know webinar to educate your audience, that needs to go in. So making sure that you have those big events that you have scheduled into your diary so that those, again, are non-negotiables. They go in because they are your revenue generations. Making sure that revenue generation time is in your diary. And ideally, a, a situation, of course, is always better where you can mass revenue generate and bring in a lot of people into your business at one time. But that will depend on different business models and different types of business. If you're an electrician, that might be very difficult. But if you're an online business coach, then that will be much, much easier to do. So it will depend on the type of business. But getting those um, conversion events, if you can, into the diary, again, going to be very important. Now, if you can't do mass events, then maybe you focus on sales one day a week or two days a week and getting that blocked in your diary instead. Now, once you've got those holidays in and those conversion events in, the next thing that you want to put into your diary are those kind of ideal week, month and quarter things. So setting aside time for creating content, setting aside time for recruitment, setting aside time for planning, 
reviewing finances, setting aside time for pricing reviews, which you should do quarterly, setting a time for assessing your money leaks, again, quarterly, ideally at the very least, and making sure that those things that you have to do to run a successful business are in your diary. They are mapped out, they are planned out. Now, you might say something like, well, how can I know when I'm gonna be recruiting? Well, once you get to a certain size, you're always recruiting. So that's one thing. And if you're on a growth trajectory, then you may always be recruiting. I know that's a, certainly a mantra that we have now is always be recruiting in our business because that feels like where we are at the moment. But what I have set aside, for example, is I have a day a month for interviewing. Now, you might not need that much, but I have a day of a month set aside for interviewing so that I can bring people on. I can speak to them and see if they're a fit for our team. And that's a regular occurrence in my diary. Now, you might not need it monthly. You might put it in quarterly. You might put it in every two months. But understanding when you need to put that in in your diary and getting the time blocked off, because the problem is if we don't block it off, it doesn't happen. Other things go in there and actually we end up not doing those activities that actually move the needle and move our business forward. So making sure that those are in is really important. So we've looked at making sure you get those holidays and times off in your diary. We've looked at what are those launches or conversion events, sales events that you need to plan in your diary and getting those in for the year. And then what's your ideal week, month and quarter look like and getting the things that you need to do for those, the running of the business tasks in your diary and the time blocked off as well, whether that be content production, recruitment, reviewing your monthly finances, doing those money leaks exercises on a quarterly basis, reviewing your quarterly pricing, whatever those are for you, making sure that you set that time aside. Now you may now look at your diary and go, well, when on earth am I going to do anything else? I get that from time to time. So I completely understand if that's where you're sitting right now. But if it is, then maybe it is time to be reviewing your revenue and your team and thinking, okay, what needs to happen then for my team to take some of the, the ordinary, non-running of the business stuff off of my plate? What do I need to delegate? It's a good way to start assessing what you need to delegate as well. So we've got our diary mapped out in the way that we want. The next thing is to do is to start thinking about the financials behind your year. What do you want to achieve in your year? Do you have a big goal? Do you want to achieve a six-figure business this year, a seven-figure business, an eight-figure business? Do you want to generate mid-six figures? Wherever that is, is completely fine. Are you a startup and you just want to get your first few sales? Whatever that is, is completely okay. But what is your big goal? That's the next thing that we want to ask. What is your big goal? You know, write it down, put it on a piece of paper, stick it on your pin board or on your whiteboard or in the back of your diary if you have a or paper notebook, whatever it is, write it down. Get that goal on paper. Our goal for my business is a million pound revenue next year. That is what we are aiming and targeting for. I would love to know what yours is. I would love to know what your goal is for next year in terms of your business's revenue. But get that big goal. Work out what it is, what feels good to you, and write it down. And then you need to back calculate and say, okay, well, how am I going to achieve that? What does that look like? Whether that's in monthly revenue, number of clients, whether that's number of launch events and number of people you bring in for a launch event, whether that's new, recurring, 
how is that made up for you? And actually putting those pieces together. And the way you put those pieces together is data, is understanding the data historically that you've had in the business. So, you know, if you want to, let's say, take on 10 new clients a month, what does that mean for you in terms of the number of sales calls that needs to happen in your business every month? And can you do that with the time you have in your diary? Do you need a salesperson to come in? Looking at those balances is really important. So getting that balance, the revenue, time, the goals, and getting those all working together is part of the knack of planning for the next year and making sure that all the pieces add together. Because there's no point in saying, okay, I've got this big goal of a million pound revenue, but you don't have any team to support you to do that. You don't have any time in your diary to actually achieve the sales. And then you don't hit it because why would you? Because it's not being planned. Okay, so understanding the data behind it, understanding the data of what you've done before in terms of how many people you've sold to, what your conversion rate is, how many calls you need to get on versus how many clients come good versus their average spend with you and understanding those numbers so that you can stack it up. So you can get to that number that you need to get to and that stacked up number that you need to reach in order to achieve the goal that you've set out. Also remembering that business doesn't necessarily move linearly when you're looking at that revenue and you're looking at that big goal. It doesn't necessarily mean that you need to hit a 12th of your goal every single month. You will have lower amounts at the beginning and then higher. You might have higher and lower months depending on seasonality, depending on launch events and those kinds of things. So factoring those in as well, getting that mapped out and physically on paper or virtual paper on Excel or Google Sheets or something like that so that you can see what happens when and what that looks like as well is going to be important. So breaking down that big goal into monthlies or launch cycles or whatever those are and then getting that and turning those into team targets, into targets for your team, into targets for yourself, into targets for your business and into action plans. So once you've got your targets, okay, what actions need to happen to drive the results that we need? And breaking it down back by back by back, step by step. And okay, this action needs to happen by this date to achieve this result over here. Who's doing that action? And how do you make sure they are? So tracking and measuring. What system do you have in place to then track and measure to make sure the actions are driving the results you expect, to make sure the data is in alignment with what you expect, and to then be able to tweak in real time anything that you need to in order to still achieve the goal that you have? Because if something goes wrong in January or February, you need to understand in January or February that it's gone wrong and not be waiting till October and say, oh, wait, hang on, that didn't work, did it? We're never going to hit our target. It needs to be something that you're keeping an eye on, that you're tracking and measuring and understanding on a daily, weekly basis so that you can facilitate change in real time to ensure that you are still on track to hit your goal. So this is basically how I plan my year. I have spent some time over the last couple of weeks doing exactly this and getting my year mapped out. So starting with those holidays, putting in those launch and conversion events, putting in my ideal weeks, months and quarter time slots for the stuff that I need to have in there. Looking at my big goal, breaking that down to what does that mean I have to sell when and how, then looking at the team, target side of things and looking at the action plans and breaking those down. Then reviewing, 
where are our individual KPIs, where are our company KPIs sitting, and then I'm going to be rolling those out to the team as well, and making sure that we also have a system to track and measure, so that should anything go funny, we've got time, we can save it. It's not going to be a complete nightmare. It's not going to collapse everything. Actually, we have that feedback loop in place in order to make sure that we're getting real-time feedback so we can make changes, tweaks, and implement in real time. The next stage now, of course, is to make sure that you update your profit plan, to make sure that you have a profit plan in place for 2021 and getting that all mapped out. So that is looking at your revenue, looking at your team spend, looking at your costs, making sure you are profitable, making sure you have your owner's pay and your tax accounted for, getting that mapped out and getting that forecast on paper. I say paper, I mean virtual paper but making sure that it's all mapped out so that you can really clearly see what you're going to achieve every month. Because the thing is that profit is planned and profitability is planned and you can pinpoint how much profit you're going to make every month in your business. We see it from corporates all the time. They pinpoint exactly how much profit each and every month they're going to be making. And if they don't hit that, their share price reacts so they know exactly what profit they're hitting. And the reason they know is because they track data, they measure and they plan for profit. They map out their budgets, they get everything written down and then they follow it. So we can do that in our businesses too. Profit is not something that falls out of the bottom. It's not an afterthought. It is something that you can clearly strategically plan if you map it out, if you understand the data in your business and if your business if all this kind of systems and data are working in your business for you. So making sure that that is in place is the last loop when it comes to making sure you have a kick-ass 2021. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you do like what I share, please do come and subscribe to the podcast, perhaps even leave a review so that other people can find this podcast as well and benefit from everything that I am sharing. Also, if you enjoyed, I would love if you want to take a screenshot of this episode, share it out onto your social media platforms. If you do, please, please do tag me. I'm Annette underscore Fergs on both Twitter and Instagram. So if you tag me, I can come along, give you a follow, give you a like and some love over there as well. Until next time.